Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 44 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. Like every week, I am joined by my host of the Box Office Show from LC Screen Talk. We have Larry. Larry, how are you? I'm doing all right. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good, everyone. I'm getting really excited, everyone, because a bunch of Cinemania folks might be coming down to Boston in March, and I'm really, really excited. I'm not going to say who... But I'm pumped. But one of them is on this is on this line right now, and I'm very excited uh, to to meet all my friends. But um, that being said, everyone, Larry, how you doing? How you been? How's your weekend? Uh, it was all right. Yeah. Long weekend. Long weekend. Uh, I had to work today though, so no. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't have to work today. My job, my job ain't about that life. So. Oh. <laughs> we didn't work today. Um, but yeah, we decided to do the show today because you know you, these four week, these four day weekend numbers are kind of like weird. So, um, usually when there's a four day weekend number, um, we try to do like Monday to get the entire weekend. So, um, I'm excited. We have some um really really noteworthy things to talk about and whatnot as far as this week's box office. So let's get right into it. Um, um, this is everyone. This is the box office for the week end of January seventeenth, uh, and we have the opening releases for Bad Boys for Life, Do Little, and Weathering with You. Uh, with that being said, let's get right into it. Larry, what came in number one this weekend? So, topping the box office was a huge opening for Bad Boys for Life, which took in 62.1 million over the three-day weekend and 73.4 million over the full four days. So, that means an international numbers brought in. That's a $112 million opening worldwide. Huge numbers. So that is the second biggest MLK Jr. weekend of all time. That is one of the, that is actually the largest Sony R-rated opening of all time. I mean, this is just crazy. Um, I am very, I am very, very surprised by this because I, you and I were lowballing this movie last week. We were talking about 25, 20, 15, yeah. I think I said I was that low. I was that low. I know. Um, I, was try- I was trying to hype you up to the 20s. I was yeah. Like, this is the fan base for I just, it. I just didn't think anyone would care about this movie, but I think, I mean, there's so much to like really, really dive into as far as this number. I, I, I can't say it's Will Smith because I mean I mean he his openings aren't that crazy lately, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, I can't say it's Martin there's no way it's Martin Lawrence, you know what I'm saying? But I think I think the black audience really, really does show up for these kind of movies. This is a I mean, bad boys when I growing up for me, I know for me, it's been like the like one of the main movies for the black audience, you know what I'm saying? Every cousin, you know, played this movie at Thanksgiving, you know, Bad Boys 1 and 2 and whatnot. It was played on Christmases, played in Thanksgiving. So, I mean, I maybe it's that because you do we we both know that when it's when it's the cultural audience they come out and they go to these movies. Um maybe it's the name, but I don't know cuz last year kind of showed us that all a, re- a new reboot or a new like, you know, sequel after all these years does not work. You know, with Shaft, with Men in Black, um, but I, I also think it's the word. I thought I think the word of mouth really, really helped because the word of mouth for those movies like Shaft and Men in Black were not strong at all. Um, so I think I think probably the word of mouth helped a lot. Um, I can't say the trailers because the trailers did nothing for. I mean, every time, anytime I would watch it with an audience, I I can't really pinpoint what 
this number where this number came from i am happy about it because i did enjoy the movie um and this is this is like i mean that fourth one is gonna it's gonna it's coming i'm surprised they probably didn't see this number coming out of nowhere um so i i mean i'm surprised they didn't keep this title for the fourth one but i mean this is a huge huge accomplishment for sony and um and bad boys and everyone every anyone around you know this is really big so i, I, don't, I don't know what do you think yeah, so I mean, yeah, second largest three day weekend in January ever behind American Sniper uh, opening weekend, I should say. Uh, I mean, it has an A cinema score, it got a 97% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it just is insane. Its opening weekend is bigger than John Wick Chapter 3, Mission Impossible. It's right behind Mission Impossible Fallout. Actually, I think after the actuals came in, it's over Mission Impossible Fallout. It's wow. over Straight Outta Compton. It's over Hobbs and Shaw. I mean, it's nuts. So I I don't know. And then internationally, it opened pretty well as well. So it's a $90 million budget, which isn't too bad, actually. And off of this opening and the great word of mouth and the great audience reception, I mean, yeah, this is this is quite the blockbuster January opening. Yeah, this is like, I mean, I didn't think we were going to get into these numbers until like Birds of Prey came out, you know, but um, this is really, this is really, really huge for it. I mean, it's just, uh, um, I, I, once again, I cannot pinpoint where, where, like how it all happened. I'm going to say, I'm going to go with the word of mouth was really good after like all the premieres and whatnot. Um, I'm going to go like even the Thursday night kind of, you know, um, openings. I'm going to go with that. Um, cause my theater wasn't packed on Thursday night. You know what I mean? Yeah. I saw it in IMAX. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like a packed theater. It was, it was a decent sized theater. It was definitely a lot more when I saw uh, Dr. Sleep in IMAX. It was like three people up in that, up in that bad boy. But, yeah. um, I mean, this is this is. I mean, I this is nothing more than a win for uh, Sony right now. Sony needs yeah. these kind of openings for their um, movies and whatnot, and it, it's kind of like making these other studios who probably had this movie in their backyard kind of kicking themselves a little bit because this is this is big. And now um, it's it's it, it's almost reminiscent of a Fast and Furious movies opening. Um, yeah. So that's what I'm going to go by. Maybe that that action, maybe these trailers kind of give off that vibe a little bit. It definitely does um, to an extent and whatnot. So maybe that audience kind of came out to this a little bit as well. So um, definitely going to be interesting to see at the end of the year. I mean, in summertime when Fast and Furious 9 comes out, see where that kind of opens because you know they're right around the similar same kind of movie you know yeah and uh, this is definitely not far off from furious eight uh right you know so we'll see that one that franchise has been it definitely took a down tick compared to furious seven so we'll see yeah we'll see I'm, i'm very excited to see where it goes as far as that though um all right let's get into number two spot what do we got so coming in at number two for the four-day weekend was Doolittle, which debuted with a 21.95 million three-day weekend and a 29.5 million four-day weekend. However, that is a far cry for the film, which cost $175 million to make. Um, it received a B cinema score from opening day audiences. And and the crowd was 43% 25 or older, which actually seems a little bit high to me. Mm-hmm. But internationally, the film brought in an additional 27.3, which means its worldwide opening was 56.8. Um, yeah, I, I mean, pretty good. 
um, so far. I definitely, I remember uh, last week I was talking about how um, how I thought this was going to open up, this, this was going to be number one this weekend. But, I mean, it's still a really, really good spot for the movie. Um, well, we just, I don't think anybody anticipated that bad boy's opening. So. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be number, I thought this had a, had a, especially with all the buzz as far as for the, um, where it went, like, the Golden not the Golden Globe, yeah, the Golden Globe and the Critics' Choice and all that stuff. I thought it was just gonna like swoop as far as for this weekend, but it didn't, because um, no one was expecting this big number for Bad Boys for Life. So, um, I mean, nineteen seventeen, pretty pretty good number still. I I was surprised right, we're that audience. Doolittle. Doolittle. Oh, Doolittle was number two. Number two for the four day. Oh, the four day. Okay, Doolittle was number two. Okay, um, that's my bad. I have I have the uh, I had the three day. The three day. Up. Yeah, they swapped. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Doolittle was number two? Now I'm, like, depressed. Are you yeah, kidding? Yeah, Doolittle took over number two this weekend for, this new, this, for the this full... New, this new I think box today helped mojo. it. Oh, I know. Ugh, nobody needs to find anything. It's just, oh, they need to fix it. Oh, God. All right, I just switched it. I just switched it. Okay, yeah. now... Doolittle chilling at number two. Number uh, two, so it beat nineteen seventeen. Now I'm like, wow. Um, it's still not a really big number for that budget because oof. One hundred seventy mil, one hundred seventy-five yeah. million dollar budget for Doolittle in opening weekend. Uh, yeah, like I said, Cinema Score was a B, but for a family film that's on the low side, obviously, ooh, seventy-six percent audience rating, which is actually higher than I would have anticipated, but. Yeah, um, we'll see. It still has um, some overseas to go, um, but it's it has already opened to forty six markets, and it's only at fifty eight million so far. So, um, well, I hope this number stays low. I definitely was expecting a lower number for Doolittle, um, just because the word of mouth was not good and the Rotten Tomato score was not good at all. But it's one of those family films that kind of um, parents just kind of like take their kids to whatever family film is out there uh you have iron man in there so that's kind of like a little bit of a namesake uh, of someone like oh look it's robert downey jr i guess um i don't know what else to i don't know what else to say besides like i i was not expecting it to come in number two i thought 1917 definitely had that jump um it it, it, it was number two for the weekend but not for the four day so um yeah i think also, today the kids having off school definitely helped definitely uh, helped, helped and also um, do little yeah, I see a lot of, you know, a lot of schools with these four days, um, you know, these having the days off, people go to the movies, see what else is out there. It's way too cold to be outside, so it makes sense. Um, There's also in a lot of more theaters than, I mean, it was in the most theaters in all the top, all the uh, box office, 4,100 theaters. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know, Universal. I want to praise them for 1917, but then you got this release, you know. Um, <laughs> not, so, I mean, I don't know. But um, yeah. I could have sworn Doolittle was Disney though. No. Wasn't Disney? No. No, it's weird. Um. All right. So now number three. What do we got? Now number three. We have 1917, which uh, dipped just a little bit this weekend. Looking at the three-day weekend, it dipped 40 percent for 22 million, and the four-day weekend, it brought in 26.8. Million. So coming off of the Golden Globe win, it also had the Critics' Choice win. It also received the Producers Guild Award win just this weekend. The front, uh, the front runner for the Oscars now has 81.4 million domestic after two weeks, and 143.3 million worldwide. So pretty impressive numbers after just two weeks of release. 
Um, yeah, uh, 1917. Once again, like 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 I what I said when we were talking about um earlier. Uh, pretty good. Uh, for the most part and everything. Not 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 a significant drop or anything like that. Yeah. So that's really decent. Uh, the awards talk is definitely helping the movie. Um, I'm curious to see how it does next weekend because the awards talk kind of shifted to Parasite. So I'm I'm curious to see what kind of buzz Parasite gets for next weekend. Um, after after that big um SAG win. So um, 19, 1917 was coming off of the uh, Critics' Choice uh, that big win and whatnot. So um, and of course yeah. the nominations. All the of nominations, right, right. So um, I'm really interested to see how it does next week. But I'm really happy for the movie. I'm happy it's doing well. I don't know what's going on with Twitter now. Twitter's upset with this movie now. I just don't know what's going on because like a week ago, literally a week ago, we all liked it. We all loved it and raving. Yeah. So now it's like a bad movie because something, whatever reasons and whatnot. But I am excited to see 1917 still hold it up there, especially. For, for what kind of movie it is, it's definitely a, it's a grounded war movie, and um, a lot of audiences kind of stick away from that. So I'm kind of glad everyone's kind of taking, kind of giving it a chance, you know. Yeah, so. definitely. Now I don't know what's going on with this next one. Number four, what do we got? So coming in at number four was Jumanji: The Next Level. It finally overtook that Star Wars film. So for the three-day weekend, the new Jumanji movie brought in 9.68 million, which is a 30 percent drop. And for the full four days, Jumanji is bringing in 12.8 million. That brings the Rock's latest. Um, Ensemble picture up to 273.7 million domestic and 712 million worldwide. Um, yeah, you called this last year with this movie kind of not last year, last week with uh Jumanji kind of just boosting out Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I'm baffled, I'm baffled, I'm baffled, I'm baffled because Jumanji, it's like staying power is so ridiculous, it's just not seeming to go away kind of you know it's like it's just sticking around there it's reminding me of aladdin honestly from last year um but it's just like it's only dropped over the weekend it dropped 30 percent star wars dropped 45 percent over the weekend so the audiences and even it got a bigger it, it, it got like star wars got a bigger theater slash as well yeah. so I'm not. I'm. I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, Star Wars is actually in less theaters than Jumanji now. That's what I'm saying. So I, um, I'm baffled. So this is. I mean, Jumanji's doing really well. Just I mean, crazy. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know what else. I don't know what else to say besides. That's just. I don't know what's going on with the movie because it's, it's just. It's, it's staying. It's just here. <laughs> Six weeks in the top four. Uh, over 700 million worldwide. Expect that next one to be announced anytime now. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's it's interesting, but I'm I'm sure this kind of um bangs the head on the uh the you know the next movie and whatnot. But I mean, to seeing it say so, I I don't I don't know what it is with audiences how it's kind of captured with audiences, but to see it stay have its staying ground like this is very very impressive. So yeah, I mean, it's all you can really say about Jumanji because I was not expecting this and whatnot. So this is great for the movie. Yeah. Um, all right, number five, what is that? So coming in at number five, we had Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker, which brought in 8.3 million for the three-day weekend, which was a 45% drop, and it brought in 10.5 million for the four-day. That brings the latest Star Wars film up to 494 million domestic and 1.02 billion worldwide. Of note, that $494 million is the 15th highest grossing film domestically of all time. 
Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. It's kind of lost a lot of steam. There's not a lot of buzz around it anymore. It's kind of like just gone. It's just kind of it, it kind of just came and yeah. went. I remember when the when like uh, Force Awakens was just like having headlines for like weeks and months. Yeah. Until it finally kind of dwindled out, and then the Last Jedi, um, it had those kind of headlines for a couple of weeks, and like this one, um, I'm I'm no I'm I'm in no way near calling it calling it a flop because it's it's a one billion dollar movie. Um, it's it it's not once once you cross that level, um, unless your unless your budget is like eight hundred million dollars, you're a, you're a success. Okay, um, so it's yeah. just that it's not it doesn't have the same kind of like box office pundency like the other movies are, have had. So that is something to note. Like it is noteworthy that to have Jumanji. Um, what week is Jumanji in? Like Jumanji's in like Sick. its sixth, like its sixth week. So it's baffling to have Jumanji in its sixth week and Star Wars in its what week? Like fourth, fifth. you know, like fifth. So it's just like I don't know. So I mean, with that being said, I mean um, they are taking a break from Star Wars, so we'll see. Um, kind of if that you know when they come around, if that audience is gonna want to be around again, you know. So, but yeah, I mean, it's fine. Just- I mean, it's crazy. This is obviously another pretty big drop down from The Last Jedi to The Rise of Skywalker. Um, yeah, it just it's kind of it's kind of sad to see uh, the box office figures kind of steadily going down for for each subsequent film. This isn't even able to really match Rogue One at this point. So. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. So exactly what you said. So, um, I guess we'll see. Um, as far as like you know, as far as um what happens um in the future, but I think they're fine. They have the Disney Plus shows. Um, this movie is is a success. No, no matter what else, no matter what anyone's trying to say about it, um, it's just one of those kind of you would think the uh you would think like with the end of the Skywalker saga, we would have discussions like we were having last year with Endgame. Like, oh, will this beat like um Aladdin? I mean, not Aladdin, Avatar, Endgame, and you yeah. know what I mean. Like, we was having those discussions like in the summertime of last year how big Star Wars the end of the Skywalker was going to be but the movie did not connect with a lot of people and the kind of you know the audience for it kind of fell off you know so yeah. very interesting so um, yeah, yeah just other stuff little women held strong at number 6 i think probably also helped from those oscar nominations but it brought in another 8.2 for the 4 day so little women up to 86.7 million domestic and 130.9 million worldwide uh pretty strong numbers there for that film uh yeah little women's doing well uh just mercy did a pretty good number over the weekend that will um, help pretty well as well uh you mentioned it weathering with you opened uh it actually had a couple of like fan viewings or fan shows before the opening on thursday so so far overall from its fan showings to this today monday it's made five million domestic and for an anime that's actually really strong uh of course worldwide it just did monster numbers in china already so it's or not china in japan so it's sitting at 182.5 worldwide right now but mm. a really strong debut for a pretty small anime release yes i i actually wanted to go see it um but i mean i'm leaving this week so i won't be yeah. able to but there was big news from um, netflix they're going to begin on these movies and whatnot of course um, not here I, I yeah i think it was only uk right it's everywhere um, but here, basically, which is on <laughs> HBO Max. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. That's not, that sucks, I guess. Um, but yeah, so we also have um, 
We also have like numbers. I think the uh, the Oscar the Oscar kind of nominations numbers boosted up. Oh for all yeah, these, all these movies did a bump like Jojo Parasite, Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit, Ford v Ferrari got a good little bump. Um, yeah. Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood a little bit, you know. And all so. of those really got uh, pushed back into theaters. Uh, if mm-hmm. you're looking like Parasite, Jojo Rabbit, Ford v Ferrari, Once Upon a Time, they all jumped over about 500 theaters plus. Yes, um, Joker. I think Joker's another one. I don't think it's on the. I don't see it. Um, but Joker's another one. I think it's because Joker's already on Blu-ray or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Um, so, but, so it's once upon a time. I don't know. Some of these. Oh, that's a good. That's a good. Weird. Yeah, I hate. Oh God, I hate this so much. But um, yeah, I think a, a lot of good little bumps for movies. Um, it's I exciting. was one of those folks out there seeing Ford v Ferrari saw it for a third time. <laughs> Yeah, I wanna um, I wanna go. I wanna before Parasite comes on Blu-ray. I'm just so, so excited about its SAG win that I want to see it. So when I get back next week, I think I'm gonna check it out again. Um, yeah, at, you know, Parasite one of the theaters shot back up to 1.7 million because it comes out on Blu. Uh, Parasite comes out on Blu-ray actually like like in a few weeks next month. Yeah. Um, it's baffling because I didn't realize it's been in theaters so long. Like it's just been in theaters. Um, this is clearly Neon's like biggest hit. I would say I don't know what else you can really say yeah, it is. Um. It. Um, but this is this is a really 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 big big win for them. Um, they I they've been they they've just been doing so well, you know. And I'm so happy for them and the cast and whatnot. Jojo Rabbit like plus eight eight hundred eighty theaters over the weekend. Yeah, up um, to forty three point nine million worldwide right now. Right. Um. So I'm excited because now we're in the now we're in the times where all these kind of Oscar nominated movies are kind of getting back into play. Um. As well as we had the I mean our biggest blockbuster right now was Bad Boys for Life. Woo! Um. So it's very I think overall a pretty good weekend for the box. Yeah. Just movies, looking at say. some of these, even with that Frozen sing along though, it got slashed a huge theater slash this mm-hmm. weekend. Uh, but that made 1.4 billion now. Uh, like a boss dropped off 60 percent, even with the holiday weekend. So that one came in with 4.84 million over the four day. Underwater also dropped out of the top 10 uh, as it made 4.3 million over the weekend. So those two dropped a little heftier than I think they were hoping with the, the boost of the weekend. But again, I don't think anybody expected the juggernaut that was Bad Boys. It stole the whole black audience away from Like a Bob. <laughs> it really did. It really did. I mean, I'm glad. I'm happy for it. You know. um, Tiffany had us take a seat. We're in town now. <laughs> I yeah, I mean I'm happy for it because I don't I mean I don't got time for those movies. I need to <laughs> listen, I know you wasn't a fan of it, but it was definitely much better than whatever. Um it was definitely like much better than whatever night like a boss was. I still haven't seen it. Uh, I'm not gonna go see, I just I, I keep thinking about Doolittle, I get depressed. I get immediately hey. I get bad <laughs> I get bags under my eyes. I just I can't I can't do it, you know? So I'm not gonna do bags Doolittle. Under your eyes. I just I can't depress every time I think about it. Every time like I look at my AMC app and it's there, I just get so winded, you know. So I can't do it. <laughs> um, so um, <laughs> I'm not doing I'm not doing Doolittle. Uh, that's, that's, that's gonna have to be another one of those movies that just stays stays off the playlist, you know, for the year. Um, by, by, by the end of the year, maybe so I can get it on my top ten worst. Is it? <laughs> would it be? Is it? Is it on your top tens already? I mean, right now, yeah, but I don't <laughs> even know if I got ten films on it. All of them are on the top ten worst and best so far. <laughs> 
All of them? Oh, wow. Well, because, I mean, I don't even think I've seen 10 yet, so... You're too picky, that's why. You're too picky over there. I don't know what's going oh, on. All you, well... need, all you need is some good shots from James Mangold and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> and you are all up in there. Um, Alright, let's get into what we got. Um... Oh, I am missing wrestling. I just realized that it's live. Um, let's see what we got next week. Next weekend. Uh, well, this weekend. Um, ugh, I don't know. Uh, thank God I'm gonna be away because this is not. I mean, we had the gentleman. We have the turning. That's it for the most yeah. part. The turning looks awful. Like I'm so tired of that. I'm so glad it's ah! out. So I can. I'm <laughs> I so know glad. You're gonna like, be seeing that one though, Dwayne. <laughs> I'm so well. When I get back, I'm gonna have to check out like that too. That Wednesday when I get back, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go see the gentleman because I wasn't able to do the screening tomorrow because I have to pack. Um. But the turning, I probably check it out next week. I just it looks. I know you watch those trash horror films, so I know you'll be there. Well, I don't. I mean, the, this one just looks like even like the what, what was the other one that's coming out? The Grant and Metal one looks bad too. Um, this one looks really. It looks really. It's a really bad trailer. I'm only. I like. I'm only like gonna support it because I do love um, Mackenzie Davis. Um, <laughs> but other than that, and it's and it's the little girls from the Florida Project. It's a good show. Um, I'm a good t- good movie from a couple of years ago. The gentleman looks very. Uh, I know y'all hate. Y'all, I know y'all hate for me when I say it. it. Looks very basic, but I mean we'll check it out. We'll check. It out. Uh, uh, but just I guess as a precursor, it's already out in three markets, including uh, Australia, where Guy Ritchie's from. Mm-hmm. Um, the gentleman has made 18.4 in those three markets so far, so it's coming in with a tiny little uh, international boost. Um, I don't know how it'll play. I don't. I don't see that big a number for the gentleman at all. Um, I liked it. I but I'm seeing. I don't know. 14. Mm-hmm. The gentleman, um, yeah, I don't know. With bad boys for life still out there, to doing right. some stuff. I'm gonna see. Yeah, I'll go to Sam. I'll go 15. 15 yeah, because I was like, they're they're gonna keep the the actiony audience. They're gonna keep that audience basically. And then the turning. I mean, it's a good little counter programming. I don't know. I'll say around 10. Uh, the, oof, the turning. I'm see. I'm gonna go. With <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if underwater they do great, I'm gonna go with seven. I'm I don't know. Though. This looks like more of a, a horror film that could get people to come rather than underwater. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> the turning bust out with twenty. The tw- no, I hope I hope not. Then I look dumb again. <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna go for the turning. I'm gonna go with like eight, seven, okay. maybe. You know, <laughs> um, I'm gonna go around that time. Um, alrighty. Uh, so I guess that is it. That is um all we got for this weekend's box office thank you guys for joining us really do appreciate it another great show in the books um that being said larry why don't you let everyone know where they can find you what's coming up on your channel this week yeah you can find me at lc screen talk on youtube as well as instagram and twitter um i posted up my ranking of the nine best picture nominees today off the sag and pga awards um, and then this weekend is my final Rotten Tomatoes Got It Wrong for the Decade video. So 2019 on Sunday, I'll have reviews for, oh God, I can never remember the name of this movie. <laughs> Hold up. I, I cannot with my own self Wait, right the, now. Which one, The Turning? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm seeing... Oh, shoot. So I will be having a review up for The Turning on Thursday because I'm going to have to just go see that uh, myself because I don't think they're doing a screening for it. 
Mm -hmm. um and then oh my god it's the one with sebastian stan and samuel l jackson oh i don't even know what this is it's like it's an army film but i'm seeing it tomorrow uh, and it's getting a limited release this weekend (laughs) what are you what movie is this okay hold on let me find is it the Uh, king's man that's all i got is it is it just, I don't know. I'm the last I'm lost. Full measure, the last full measure. I have never heard of this movie. So Is, it's coming out this weekend. <laughs> are you sure? I'm sure. <laughs> um, and it's starring, as I said, Sebastian. Oh, Stan, here it is. Okay. And Christopher Plummer <laughs> and uh, William Hurt. Well, so that's a good cast. Um, that's I a hope. good cast. Where's the marketing though? I don't know what's I, going on. <laughs> at tomorrow, my review will be up if there's no embargo. Um, uh, and then I already have my review of the gentleman up, so you can just go watch yeah. that. Um, all right, guys. Uh, with that being said, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94, Instagram Cinemaniac1994. As far as our schedule goes, um, see, here's the thing. Um, okay, so I think tomorrow I really have to do some last minute shopping for this damn Sundance trip. Yeah. Um, so tomorrow probably won't be at a world show. Um, there's not much news going on anyway, so it's fine. Uh, Wednesday, also, I have to do more sh- more shopping and packing. But I am thinking about, uh, I, I, we do have some like TV reviews coming up, um, you know, sex education and then spinning out and then a couple and then like uh, that cheer show on Netflix, bunch of Netflix reviews coming up. Um, so I, I think if, if I don't, if I don't end up doing the uh, Thursday, if I don't end up going to the five o'clock movie screening, cause I'm, I'm, cause the check-in at my hotel is four o'clock and it's far from park city where all the movies are playing. So if I don't end up going to that five five o'clock screening, then I'll probably we'll probably t- try to do a quick world show with with like a couple of people from them. What's at that your point, um, it's it's this movie called Summertime and Sundance. Um, you know, it's Sundance movie called Summertime. But nine o'clock is the premiere of um Taylor Swift's documentary. That's the one I'm going to, um, and stuff like that. So I'll have enough time if I if, if I check in at four, I have enough time to just like chill out in my room. So I can probably bang out a world show or whatnot, and you know, for the week. And stuff, so I won't completely. Wait, Taylor like... Swift documentary is premiering at Sundance. Yeah, Miss Americana. Uh... It's um, premiering at. She won't be there, obviously. I mean, that would have been dope. But yeah, the um. The yeah, press... I would have been like, you better get in line quick. <laughs> <laughs> but the, yeah, the press screening for that is on is on uh, nine o'clock. Uh, nine o'clock on um on uh on Thursday. That's the press screening. I land in. I land in Utah um uh, like one o'clock on Thursday, and then I have to check in around like three or four. So if I don't go to the five thirty screening, um, then I'll probably just do a world show with you guys uh, or whoever's available, and then um yeah. And Get your oxygen ready? Oh, of course I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm in there. I'm in there. I'm no, in I'm there. talking about them lungs. Are those lungs <laughs> ready? Y'all don't realize, but once you come up here to these mountain states, you your lungs don't know what the hell is going on. I'll figure it we out. Don't, we don't need you getting altitude sickness up in Utah. <laughs> well, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to go to Sundance and everything like that. Um, I'm excited. So yeah, we'll see. Um, all right, guys. With that being said, uh, my name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys next week. We will be doing a box office show on Sunday. So stay tuned for Ooh. that. Um, so yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye.